Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. Mike, the feverish Fadero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! And FF underscore Spaceman. And he's trying to trick me by supporting vacated targets as if they're a real thing. David Wright. The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Come. Wait, Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 302. And I I used the wrong intro. Yeah, you did. I don't know. That's an oldie. <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you guys. We brought back the one and only Dave Wright, FF underscore Woo! Spaceman on Twitterverse to bring us into episode 302. Some rookie Lucians. Dave, how the hell have you been? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy freaking New Year! This is a blast. I I'm, I got all pumped up hearing that hearing that intro, and then you told me this was a mistake. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna keep myself on mute for the whole show, I guess. <laughs> He's only here for the intro. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so Dave, thanks for coming on. Um, we'll get you back on next year for the Rookie Lucians and play the intro for you. That my rookie, my resolution for the new year has already come true. Then this is wonderful. <laughs> nice, very nice. Well done, TJ. Love it. So yeah, if you guys are first time listeners to the Rookie Lucian Show, we kind of just go over a few players, maybe some strategies, some of our our rookie resolutions for the new year, and how we might handle things differently, and maybe some wishes we have for some of the rookies. For Nero, is that fair to say? Yeah, they almost turn into wishes, but. They're called resolutions. Fenero showed up in a Gardner Minshew outfit. I sure did. He was late. I was a little late. I just wanted to be the one to mention it because I know he's going to mention that I mentioned it. (laughs) Uh, I probably would not have done that. But I'm glad you did. (laughs) And he's still fixing his mustache. (laughs) It's because, watch, look, see, it's already fallen off. (laughs) I can't watch. Um. <laughs> I can watch. I can watch Minshew Mania, baby. <laughs> Dave, it's like it's like this mix of like Gardner Minshew, and then it reminds me of some of the old like Mike Dick Saturday Night Live skits with the mustache kind of falling off a little bit. You're gonna have people begging for a live stream here of Rookie Fever here before we know it with this. Uh, with yeah, this kind where's, of presentation. where's the video, man? I need the video. Seriously, the problem is I can't watch the screen though all night because I have to focus on this show somehow. And, and but <laughs> the people would love it. We need to do this for the people. That's who it's for. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Excellent Christmas. Good time. Good time. Yeah. Can yeah. I had a lot of things to celebrate. My family was going through a couple different things, and I felt like everything came together for Christmas, and we were together. So it was a it was a really nice holiday this year. Nice, and you, Dave? Yeah, it was one. It was wonderful. I got to be with um, my family. Uh, my sister couldn't make it up because of the traveling situation, but besides that, it was uh, it was wonderful. My grand, my um, father in law got some good new cancer news. No more cancer's gone from his blood, so that's exciting. Nice. Right before Christmas, so it's just really um, you know just. It's all about it's holidays for me are about family and friends and and I got to spend time with the family and now I'm on with some friends on Rookie Fever. This is uh, quite the holiday uh, little vacay. Love it, holiday trifecta. So normally I think we should give Dave the start here tonight for Rookie Lucians, but I think we got to give Gardner Minshew the start. I, I want to <laughs> fire him up this week, man. <laughs> All right, I'll be glad to kick it off. No problem. All right, so where I went right away was the Jets. Please, rookie resolution for the Jets, get a quarterback. I'm done. Zach Wilson, I'm out. He didn't. It didn't. He didn't cook in his second year. Uh, and I, and mainly for Garrett Wilson. I want this for Garrett Wilson, but I need. I also want it for Brees. I want it for Elijah Moore. Uh, Garrett Wilson was uh, rookie one on the season, 71 catches, 996 yards with those quarterbacks that he played with. Um, honestly, my, my favorite rookie wide receiver in this class 
maybe not to watch. I, I give that credit over there to Pickens, but but definitely my favorite rookie wide receiver. And, and I, I would love – that's one really big piece that the Jets are missing, kind of like my, my mustache in about two seconds. That's about to fall off. Yeah, I love it, dude. It's tough to deny any of that and ignore how awful Zach Wilson has been this year, especially when they can put anybody in and look better, even when you know yeah. whoever's looking better isn't the answer. And it's literally anyone's wags. I can't even remember what the name of the last quarterback that went out there. Yeah. LaFleur goes out there, the OC goes out there, I think today or yesterday, and says it's like his whole, they need to just rework his whole lower half uh, for Zach Wilson. Like his footwork, everything's messed up, his mechanics, and that very disconcerting to hear that from your number two overall quarterback. So, man, I'd love to see it. I think people want to say, oh, well, Mike White, but, you know, a lot of volume for in those situations. And, and I don't think you want, as a Jets fan, to be throwing 48 times a game. So you'd like to have a little more efficient quarterback. So I'm, I'm with Finero and you guys. I'd love to see a a veteran, they have the cap room, get a vet in there. Yeah, I don't think Mike White's the answer, honestly. No, like, so if either. you could push Mike White to a contender right now, this last week of your finals, honestly, try to. Maybe they're missing somebody that's probably going to be pretty tough. With They're probably settled at this point, but I don't think Mike White's the answer. He's just better than Zach Wilson at this point. And he's like, what, 28? Yeah, I mean, he might be auditioning a lot of years for a backup of, job of, somewhere else. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Like Gardner over here in the lower part of our screen, uh, Mike White's also a free agent. Yeah, I think he's auditioning. Yeah, so that'll be interesting for him. to see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, Zach Wilson, man. I mean, hmm. yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm pretty it's, heavily I, invested. I, I'm I starting to really, I'm, yeah, I'm starting to really believe in that, that second year where it's kind of like sink or swim. You know, like you see like, you know, what Trevor Lawrence is doing, that Justin Fields is doing. And I feel like if you didn't do it, you maybe just aren't going to do it. Like, and, 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 and it hasn't even really been significant flashes even, right? It's been rough. I'm you having a hard time getting you look like without the mustache. <laughs> uh, probably like some aged Larry Monkey. Star. That's what you look like. Larry Monkey from, from. <laughs> yeah, Larry Monkey will do this all day. <sighs> oh, I love it. I could put a, I could put a nice couple curls down, make it sexier if you want. How's that? Dave. Dave, it's time for your rookie-lution. Look, the resolutions, I went back and I listened to the show last year, and our resolu- rookie fever resolutions were a lot like everyone else's resolutions. They flopped. We had one, Trey Lance to be named the starter early. That didn't really happen. Trey Sermon, sell window. Didn't happen to Elijah mm, Moore. Ooh, no didn't Trey get more Sermon, of that. sell window. <laughs> Pitts didn't have it. He, he had a journeyman quarterback. I, that's the one thing I asked for was him not to get that. Najee Harris surrounded by better pieces. And the funny part was we said multiple times it couldn't get worse. Well, I guess it did get worse for Najee. <laughs> and then we did say uh, more maturity for Kadarius Tony. That did, it did not happen. Yeah. He ended up on a different team. So it was it was ugly. I think a lot more rush, wishing. So th- my approach this year is a little bit more realistic. And I went with Brees Hall. I wanted to see him be back and like uh, practicing fully, making full cuts come August. And I, I'd hate to see him wind up on the PUP for the first part of the season. So I'd lo- love to see him come back. And I know that there was rumors about maybe other parts of the knee, not just the ACL. I think there was some meniscus they might have cleaned up as well. So that could be a problem. But no, my, my wish is that he's back and, and uh, fully healthy come August. Yeah, like that that'll one. be interesting to see how that one plays out. I, I would love to see that too, Dave. Do you think it happens? Are you worried just with like some of the history and the slow recovery we're seeing with some of these? Like the guys get back to right, but they're not right as quick as we want them for our fantasy teams. Yeah, it's well, I think that the most recent is J.K. Dobbins, as we're thinking of, because he had a little bit extra. Well, actually, it was a lot more than just the ACL or whatever it was. And I think that's the fear with Brees Hall. So I've been going to acquire Brees Hall like it like it's going to happen because I've been I've been targeting heavily just because of how the running back is shaping up this year but yeah so I, I'm wishing uh so my but yeah that's how I'm that's my gamble I'm playing is I'm betting on the talent uh and his athleticism to get back man I hope you're right like I have the like I have this problem with like Brees Hall I, I every time I see him in my lineups I want to trade him away so I want to move him I'm in one just so I don't have to line. wait just so I don't I'm have to a, wait <laughs> I'm yeah. in multiple finals this week, but one final I have Brees Hall. We've carried him the entire. I haven't traded him yet, and I've resisted all the way up till now. I'm in the finals, so I'm I'm pretty excited to. But I've held on to him so long. You so you're gonna stand pat? I'm guessing you don't stand need pat. to make the move either. No, I 
No, yeah, we, we, we loaded up. We're pretty loaded at running back right now. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm staying pat. And it's, and two, who am I going to trade him for? There's no, what running back is really playing well that I, that's worth trading Brees Hall at this moment. It's kind of, it's really weird. Yeah. To, well, and to get that return too, to keep it going and to play the matchups. And it's not like you're going to trade him for Josh Jacobs, who has a crappy matchup, end of his contract. Raiders are in disarray. And then you have Taylor out, Swift underperforming. It, yeah, it's crazy, man. I guess Najee Harris. We're back to Najee Harris. <laughs> and they're kind of still in. They're like have a. They need some help, but they're still in it. So he's gonna. Be, they're gonna be playing at max. So Najee Harris might. You know who knows. Yeah, and I think Najee Harris is getting healthier. I think he had some health issues at the beginning of the season. We want to ignore. Maybe I'm wrong. No, the, the screw in his foot that that gets or those metal plate in his in his uh, in his cleat or yeah, whatever. That's and, definitely. And then, Having it taken out, having to recover from that part too. Like, I don't think he was giving um, any lead way for that. Like, he had a very short leash. Everybody was quick to want Najee Harris to suck and just have whatever narrative they created in the offseason be correct when they didn't even really know much about the injury until a few weeks in, you know? I don't know. Always interesting. So, one of my rookie fever, rookie Lucians, is this. This I'm not going to use a player for this one. This is something that I'm doing now, and it's something that I'm going to be doing well into the offseason because I'm in too many leagues. We'll try to bring this up again, Finero, if you think it's a good idea. But I'm going to be looking through my past rookie drafts in all of my leagues, That I, especially if I'm using rookie picks, if I have rookie picks. I want to look for the trends in those Drafts and I want to look for the players in the rounds and I want to see the hits in the second round, the third round, even the late first. I want to see some of those trends and I want to value my picks kind of that way. I know every draft class isn't the same. Some of us draft differently. You're going to be biased of like assuming you see what I see. <laughs> You're going to be biased of the one or two hits that you see in the second and third round and you'd be like, well, it can happen. It can happen. But honestly, I'm going to check some of that stuff out and maybe start trading more picks away than I have in the last couple of years, those second and third rounders, and and not play the the value rises of all picks games in the second and third rounders. I'll, I'll believe that a little bit more with my first, but I'm not going to play that, like hold my picks all year to gain value. I want to take advantage of it. While those players are for sale or for sale, not while I'm waiting for my picks to gain value and other people buy the players I want. So that's one of my rookie 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 Lucians for 2023. And you're in enough, enough leagues where you could come up with a decent data set. I actually had an idea where I was going to post my rookie drafts, like, you know, basically, you know, from the Rookie Fever account, basically say, I'll, I'll show you mine, you show me yours. I have rookie drafts that are straight good one through four. Like my fourth round pick is like Greg Dolchich. But then I have other <laughs> rookie drafts where it's like started with Sky Moore and ended with, oh, I don't know, someone you're never going to start. So like it's, it's, it's different from draft to draft and some, yeah. some drafts you trade in, some, tra- some you trade out. Mm-hmm. So you're in enough. I'm in 14 leagues. So you're in yep. enough. And leagues. I, I agree with what you said, but I do want to be clear to my point. I'm not looking at how I drafted. I'm looking at I the entire draft. Yep, I was telling you a separate idea. Yeah, gotcha. I understand what you're doing. I was just saying that that uh, you you would be able to do something. I think with enough leagues that I wouldn't be able to do. And the the one thing I wanted to do was like just mm-hmm. kind of like have have the community share the rookie drafts because I think that's kind of a cool yeah I, cool I agree thing to look with you. At. yeah absolutely. I just want to see how it fell a little bit and start looking because sometimes you're surprised and you're like, wow, like that's a lot of wasted picks and all of us <laughs> hold so tight on them. That was kind of what Finero's resolution was last year. He wanted to not make as many picks. He wanted to be more flexible and trade away. So that, look at you guys just following each other's footsteps. <laughs> um, boom, 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 boom. So we'll go back. To, now we're going to give it to Dave because – Gardner was Gardner got pulled for Jalen Hurst. <laughs> Gardner took all his stuff off. I don't know. It threw his helmet down and like we got no mustache, no hair, no headband. It's all gone. The green. What did you call the green? It's a headband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly Green. Yeah. Kelly okay. Green. Kelly Green. <laughs> I can put that back on. 
Dave, do you have more rookie Lucians? Rookie Lucians. Yeah, I do. Um, and this is a pretty. Just change your voice because I changed with, my voice. Just change. Just of course. I, well, I didn't want to sound yeah, like this little high pitched uh, <laughs> analytics nerd here. So I wanted to, you know, maybe, yeah, talk some real talk. <laughs> Uh, but I want Atlanta to move up to two and draft a quarterback. Uh, I'm looking Chicago. Well, this is also, I don't want, I know, I don't think Chicago is going to end up taking quarterback, but it's part of me. I think it's just a smart move for Atlanta not to like, I don't think they've got the pieces necessarily to move up to get a veteran QB in there. I'd love to, and they have a decent offensive line. So I think that'd be a decent place for a rookie to come and learn with Drake London and Kyle Pitts. And I, I think it'd be because I think a lot of people too, are selling on the fact that, like they're not valuing Drake London enough because there hasn't been enough volume there because of the quarterback play. I'm not a Ritter guy, never have been, so I'm cool with them just moving on and just going up to two and getting whatever quarterback they feel is appropriate after Houston takes one at two or one at one, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel the same about that as like Finero mentioned about the Jets. Like those guys, like London and Pitts, those guys need a quarterback. Yeah, they sure do. I was gonna yeah, say that I, I like that one a lot. I was gonna say that resolution reminds me of the the resolution that's on everybody's list to like lose weight and go to the gym more, and then it's on their <laughs> list again. It's on their list again the next year, and then the next year, and then the next year. It's it's always on the list. I hope that doesn't wind up being the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I don't think it will be. Uh, I love hearing that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm nobody. I mean, but I mean, I'm just saying. Like at some point, like they can't think Ritter's <laughs> the answer either, right? No, nah, I mean, no. No, nah, I don't think that's I don't think that's true. And Mariota clearly isn't the answer. No, that was a bridge quarterback. Do you guys think they keep Arthur Smith? Arthur, yeah, Arthur Smith this year, yeah. Because I'm going to year three, so I think. See, that's the one problem though. Is you dra- say Arthur Smith disappoints again? Like, not that he's disappointed. He hasn't had a lot to work with. They've been kind of rebuilding on the fly there, trading away Matt Ryan after keeping him oddly for a year longer than most people thought they should have. Uh, It'd be just a it, that'd be the only uh, drawback to having a rookie quarterback. You have a a, a quarter a coach who's on a little bit on a short leash. He might get fired late some point in the season, and then you have a new one coming in, and then you have to go through all that again. So that's the only drawback to this scenario. Well, there's a lot of drawbacks to this scenario, but that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that I think I'm kind of with Finero there. I think they keep him at least another year, though. Yeah. Even if he's fired mid season or something. Yeah, yeah, for all the reasons Dave said. It's there's mm-hmm. a lot. A lot going on with that team. It's not just the coach. Uh, opposite of like Denver, right? <laughs> Denver's interesting too. But then, I mean, they're stuck with Russell Wilson because Jerry Judy back backed him up, <laughs> uh, and yeah. sort of KJ Hamler too. <laughs> yeah, so sealed. <laughs> that, but I mean, honestly, a, they're stuck with Russell Wilson anyway. You know, like I, I personally think things can turn around for Russell Wilson. I think I'm in a small group that says that, but I think there's just too large of a sample size that shows me Russell Wilson's good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually think that the, the but he, he's kind of crummy last year. Yeah, I mean, th- this is this is a special kind of crummy. Yeah, I'm well, not, I'm not, I'm not there. So with he, but, but Finero, like, I'm just, just hear me out. Like, he was kind of crummy last year on the team that he's always played with, with mm-hmm. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and now he's in a new situation. I agree, it can get better. I, I'm with you to be clear, but. Who is Russell Wilson at this like 31, 32 year old age for us in fantasy? I think I, I think he's got I think he's got a, a good situation, and we all thought that coming in. And Agreed. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's take lock, um, but Seattle was was trending down, and uh, and I do believe that Russell Wilson has like what ten year sample size of of being good. Like, is he as good as he was? Is he a top five quarterback? No, but I think he could he could be like in that twelve to fifteen range, which would be you know a huge. Step I agree up from with this that. Year. I agree with that. That would be a yeah. huge step up from this year. I think he could be in that in that area. Yeah. I, I'm one hundred percent with you, and and even with a ceiling higher than that, right? Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I have an interesting thing. So I got eliminated from the playoffs in the first round, and in that league, I trade away Ramondre straight up for, in a superflex for. For uh, Russell Wilson, I'm I'm being good. People are hating on him. I'm I'm really just one more time. I traded Ramondre straight up after being eliminated from the playoffs. I traded Ramondre for for Russell wow. Wilson. Interesting. So, I like I need, that deal a lot for you. 
I needed a third quarterback. I have Geno Smith and Tua, so I wanted a third quarterback. And if Russell Wilson, I don't even need. I just want to be a low end QB one, to be honest. That's all I would really want him to be. What, what's are you? You're with the Russell Wilson side as well, Finero? Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, super flex. Sure. Yeah, I like that. I'm. I'm man. I was trying to decide, like you know, even 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 when you said what you said about him not being good the previous year, like you know, even I started going like. Shit, man, you're kind of right. Like, I just I don't want to stand on this hill with Russell Wilson. Like, if I if I don't own Russell Wilson, I don't know how um, comfortable I am going out and trying to get him because I feel like people aren't going to give him away. But that deal, that deal's a nice one. Derek Carr or Russell Wilson? Yeah, see, I at this point, at this point, <laughs> I think Russell Wilson. I really do. What, you mean yeah. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore's quarterback? You mean? <laughs> you think you that's think what's so? going to happen? I don't, I don't know. That's, people would love to see that happen. He's got a no trade clause, he's, so he's got to get cut, right? Yeah, he's cuttable though. Yeah. yeah what I I sent a message? Are Are there any landing spots that he would go to and just retire if if they? <laughs> what car? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess. Uh, I don't think car retiring. <laughs> More. He said that. he would. <laughs> He said he would retire if he's not a Raider. Oh wow! I I'll, I'll find it. It's old, like yeah, I missed six that. months old. It's but it's within like the last year. Derek Carr has said that. I would be foolish. He can still make millions of dollars, especially in this, especially in this market. And badass, like nobody <laughs> thought badass, Andrew give you Luck that. would retire. Yeah, Andrew Luck had you know he was he was concerned about injuries. Does Carr have like a Raiders tramp stamp that he can't get rid of or something? Is that the problem? <laughs> like he nice. was like, I, I, I don't want to get the zinc removed. <laughs> <laughs> he might. One. Feverish. Rookie Lucian. I wish that rolled better. Like Rookie Lucian, Rookie Lucian. <laughs> Spaceman did his he he did his uh, research by listening to uh, last year. I did the same, and last year I. Uh, compared real resolutions to a player. I'm going to do that just one time this time. And uh, one that you'll see on on every resolution list besides exercise and lose weight is like learn a new skill or hobby. I uh, My resolution is that Kenny Pickett learns how to turn interceptions into touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> They're going to say turn left like Zoolander for a second. <laughs> so I, w- I want to see him do that. He, he he threw five touchdowns on the season, but completed nine passes in 11 starts to the wrong team. So we would like to correct that. That would be a new skill set for Kenny Pickett. And then another thing I would really like to see him do, which I think would absolutely be in his benefit, is to start using Najee Harris on dump-offs and screen passes. That's going to give us some of that equity we want to see back from Najee Harris by giving him more touches, but it's also going to improve Kenny Pickett's completion rate, which is about 18th in the league at 65.2%. And I think that those two things, if he learns those two new skills or hobbies, if you will, uh, I think Kenny Pickett could maybe take that, that, that second year jump that we so much want to see in these, in these rookie quarterbacks. So that's my resolution, Kenny Pickett. Steelers reportedly set to fire Matt Canada after season. That's from Sports Illustrated. So oh that's that could maybe change things like a different type of scheme, maybe to set mm. to help him set him up a little bit easier, sure. get through his progressions, get to that running back a bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got some weapons there. Yeah, it sure does. Especially if they keep Deontay Johnson. I think they just re-signed Deontay Johnson. Yeah, they'll probably trade him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got they got um, they got Pickens, they got Johnson Johnson, they have uh, like we said um, the running back. I mean, they're 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 really set there offensively, and I, I like Kenny Pickett's moxie. Like I I like it, and that's where these interceptions are coming from. But um, he's gonna he's gonna need to do some other things different, and it starts with those interceptions. That's a big reason I keep hearing that you know the Raiders are so upset with Carr is, is bad interceptions and we saw Winston like with that ridiculous fantasy year just get cut because of yeah. interceptions like you know NFL teams don't stand for that shit so you know right now Kenny Pickett's on a bad roll with interceptions but I think that comes with being a rookie so but Winston's year he was a huge loser too yeah I know yeah there was a lot going on there it wasn't like Matthew Stafford last year when he won a Super Bowl yeah, that's right. Yeah, didn't he lead the league in interceptions? I think so. Something. If right? he didn't, he was right there. Yeah, that's a good. I forgot about that. He goes to the Super Bowl and he like practically. If he did not have the league uh, mm-hmm. most interceptions, he was right there, top three. 
Kenny and Kenny Pickett also he's third in the league in danger th- danger throws. He's what's thirty-five. Danger, what's a danger throw? It's kind of like an interceptable pass kind of thing, just like a risky throw. Okay. I mean, it's not always a bad thing, but it, who's it, number it can one? Be a little, yeah, Josh Allen, and then Geno Smith at number two. Hmm. But Derek Carr and Jared Goff are right behind him. So it, can, can you Mills go right through there. the top ten of that really quick? It's, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it goes: Josh Allen, Geno Smith, then Kenny Pickett, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Davis Mills, Patrick Mahomes. Tua, Tom Brady, and Matt Ryan, I think, to round it out. The top 10. Wow, that's all over the place. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? it's not like, a bad, bad thing. You want- yeah, There's like studs in there and there's studs in there. It's like really mm-hmm. hard to like gain anything from that. There, well, a lot of it, too, is you got to look at how many throws per game you're making. You mm-hmm. know, like how many sure. attempts per game, sure. uh, how far down the field you're – see, the problem is, is Kenny Pickett's doing that with an average yards per attempt, adjusted yards per attempt of 5.2, which is the lowest in that – the top 10 significantly lowest. Uh, so he's so not throwing it way downfield and that's right. So he's still more making dangerous danger throw. plays Got it. on top of not pushing the ball. Yeah. So he's, so he's not so Russell. What you're saying is Russell Wilson's no longer dangerous. <laughs> Russell Wilson's just that he was actually 11 right there. So 11. Okay. QB 11 in danger. Danger. Like, what about throws. Baker Mayfield? Didn't Baker Mayfield basically call himself dangerous? He promised he just had many one? attempts. That's the problem with with yeah, uh, Baker. There's a minimum amount of attempts and that's required in that. He's story. only got six, but he's only like thrown the ball like four times this season. So he's like, got that's so, mathematically impossible. I don't know. Did you guys hear this? I heard a rumor that the Broncos are going to be pursuing Dan Campbell in the off season. And I also heard attached to that rumor that somewhere in Dan Campbell's contract, there is a clause that if one team is interested in him being the Denver Broncos, that he can get out of his contract to go to the Denver Broncos. Um, rumor hmm. being a key word. So my rookie, Lucian, is that this is BS and that Dan Campbell realizes what he has in Detroit with these draft picks, the players that he's built around. And the, he he gets to reap the benefits of holding back Jameson Williams. And I, and I say that in a positive way with his injury and let him get right. And we get to see what Dan Campbell has built with Campbell in 2023. Did you guys hear that rumor? I, I really heard that rumor. I didn't know. How can you coach the way he does and then give up on your team? Like, I don't well, know. It doesn't that, seem now like this, character. This, this was built into the contract before today, though. So who knows if he would still do it? Right, right, right. But so he has said nothing. But the rumor, the biggest part of the rumor is that the Broncos are going to be trying to pursue him if and when, as soon as they're eliminated from any playoff role. And I'm hoping no, no, no. Right. He's I just probably one of the best like things to happen in Detroit sports in a really long time. But sorry, what were you going to say, Dave? No, I just it just doesn't seem to fit with his what he's been building. You know that whole his whole mantra about yeah. It just I, I just think I don't know how can you go and you give those same speeches after you ban- not abandoned. I mean I, I understand there's financial stuff and, and what have you, but no, nah, it just doesn't seem. I mean, I don't know how you can be honest, that Dave. If you were coming else. to Detroit three years ago, you probably wouldn't mind having something like that in your contract. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I hope that's why it's in there because because I agree with you, dude. Like, I feel like um, I, I'm not even a Detroit fan, and I like what they're doing over there. And he's just a huge part of it. It's the same thing, like for me, for the Giants. Like for a decade now, I it's the Giants have been like just about unwatchable. I agree. And I think I think they found their head coach, and it's the same thing with Detroit. Like I, that's a really big deal. That piece, that piece is mm-hmm. just as important as the quarterback, in my opinion. I'm not saying that a bad coach can't get by with an excellent team or a bad coach can't become average. But Dan Campbell's a, is a franchise difference. He really yeah. is. And I feel and the I same way about Dable. If, I don't know if you agree with this, but I don't know that I believe a completely bad coach. I don't know if a great quarterback could make up for a completely bad coach and like mm-hmm. what it can do to a locker room. If like, you can yep. see how Dan Campbell has totally lifted that team and I don't know if a quarterback could do that to the entire team. Like you might see Tom Brady do that to the offense and, you know, and then the, the team builds off of that, you know, but, um, yeah, 
there's a select elite like Peyton Manning probably could pull that off. Like there's like yeah, there's a select elite that could maybe do that. But um, yeah, this is a foundational part is 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 a really good head coach and, and Detroit has one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him go anywhere. So that is that is my rookie resolution That's or, a good or one. another one of hold them. tight. Let's um, you guys put your fists up in the air. This and paper, rock, scissors. Okay. <laughs> you, you just you two. <laughs> All right. Tell, give us the one, two, three shit. Oh, you guys can do it. Kind of. I don't know. Oh, okay. Hard. All right. You ready? Rock, yeah. yeah. Wait. What are you doing? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. shoot. Oh, I think I guess I should scissors you. cuts paper. All right. What does that mean? So that you win? go first. You or you can pick. <laughs> All right. Are we uh, we're moving on from uh, players over to strategy or? Oh, I just talk. Uh, you can do whatever nice. you want. It's your All turn. Right. I'm going <laughs> to I have one more player left if you want to bump up to it. But I'm going to go ahead and just do my rookie resolutions. Um, I have two of them and I'm having a hard time picking which one. But I'm going to I'm going to do this one because I wouldn't mind some plugs. So I'm going to start my 2023 rookie evaluation sooner. Um, I feel like I wait a little too long for doing that. I, I enjoy the season. I enjoy fantasy playoffs. Then, honestly, man, the, the second chapter for me is is no more fantasy and just watching playoff football. I just love that period of time. So I'm not digging in to stuff, but I want to do that sooner. And one great way to do that, obviously, is the Dynasty Nerds film room. Um, I just checked it out. Um, I think it was earlier this week. They already have over 100 players to watch in a condensed format. So that's two to four minutes per player. And I also heard that Rich has just announced that the Dynasty GM Tool 2.0 is finally going to be unleashed. The latest it'll be out is the end of January. He actually was bold enough to say in a couple weeks, mid-January. And he also said that the app, which I have on my phone, which is just a mock draft tool right now, will also have the 2.0 automatically updated. So a lot of fun. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, so that's that's going to be cool. And then also I want to – I absolutely, when I talk about watching tape, have to – I also mention uh, Debbie to Dynasty Football with Brandon Lejeune and Jason DiRienzo. Um, they're doing some awesome cut-ups there too. Uh, I know Brandon sent uh, Swags and I a couple clips of um, a couple running backs that he wanted us to give his take on. So that's the another secret. great resource that I'm going to check out as well. I mean they just do so much work to distill it down so that I don't have to do all the work they're doing, right? So I think I think there's no excuse right now to not do my evaluation sooner. I enjoy it. It's not work to me. It's fun. So like yeah. I'm going to start that that I'm going to start that sooner than I normally do and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And, and I mean while you're at it, I'm just going to add to that and don't you can't forget about campuscanton.com either and and the stuff those guys are doing over there. And another great resource to get ready for your rookie drafts and your Devi drafts, of course. So, Dynasty Nerds, Code Fever, Campus Canton, Code Fever, save some money, Spaceman, Spaceman, Spaceman. So, yeah, I, I have a little resolution, too. It's not necessarily a, a totally a rookie Lucian, but it is a, a fantasy Lucian. And it's just, I want... I. I bring this up because I know Swags had mentioned this on the show this season. I just want to try to be a little bit better ambassador for analytics. Um, I think uh, too often uh, people who want one analytics gets thrown a lot around a lot when I think people don't really realize that um, it can be used for in, across anything. It can be used in anything. It can be used in film. It can be used in use it looking at numbers, spreadsheets. It can be. It, it is so versatile. It's really just being rational in, the, in your thought, and that's what analytics is about: is is having a, a, a process. And I want to just do a better job. I think people often are too focused on hit rates. I think hit rates are a trap when people like, cause I, you know, today I saw, Oh, you know, rookies, you know, these are the rookies I'm dropping because, uh, they sucked in your, in their first year and I'm getting rid of them at all costs. And I'm, and I'm thinking, well, it doesn't, they want to say that it hardly ever happens. Well, that's actually not true. Going back to 2000, uh, like 40% of the rookies had an under 10 points per game and compared to, um, of the people of, you know, who, and they went on to have, see, now I'm already screwing up at being an ambassador because I'm getting too wordy here. But, uh, my point being is that you can do all kinds of different things with numbers and you can trick people or you're just not being honest. And I think using numbers and also presenting them fairly and honestly is the way to go about it. So one, 
not to just sound, I think sometimes people do it to sound like the smartest one in the room or to get most likes on Twitter. I think I want to try to be a lot better of trying to build a better understanding of what's actually we're seeing on the field and backing up with a process and, and some numbers evidence. So I think that's kind of my goal and do a better job explaining that and uh, just try to really focus on not being an asshole like some people like to be. So that's kind of uh, my my goal is, uh, moving forward as, as I'm trying to get back a little bit more into analysis here um, for 2023. Um, Dave, I don't... I. I... I sure hope nobody's ever taking you like an asshole. Like you're so first of all, oh, no, I appreciate not, everything you, know. you said. I freaking love it. Like I love that that's one of your goals. I can't imagine how much better your work will be with that because I I don't I've already I I've I've removed you from a group <laughs> that I feel like <laughs> is is a a certain community that comes with a certain undertone we'll say um so i mean for you to be that aware and just i mean i've had a lot of talks with you in the background as well and i I know how you feel about certain things and how you approach and how you look at things how you listen to people and um so i i love that you said that but man like i i hope you don't think you come off as a jerk or an asshole or if anybody's made you feel that way um, I, I mean, because no, you're that, awesome, that part. like you're one well, of like, the most that. humble people. Like, I, I think we've been privileged to be graced with in the community, let alone on rookie fever and the work really that you do. And like that you push it out to people for like literally like free and you still like you downplay what you do while you're giving it to them. <laughs> I, I do like to give out the free data. So, and, uh, but that's what I, I, I want to do a better job because sometimes people use that data and they, and they can, they can go and they can be, have all these authoritative statements. And, and yeah. I, I think that's just a mistake. And I think I agree. What I want to move, move forward is just one, I want to become better and making my, making better, uh, decisions, helping my decision process and my, and, but also too, is just, I think that's just a good goal is to, to try to make better decisions and, and just to remember that, Hey, if you're, if you're supposedly in analytics, I, I don't necessarily say I'm in analytics. I, I like to think that I'd like to play around with numbers, but if you do get put into that group that you, you know, just, you have a certain responsibility to carry yourself and, and be, because analytics is, is being used way more now, but, uh, for a long time it was, it was poo pooed by a lot of people and to just go there and just, I think you, have, you know, we have responsibility to people who came before you and did this before to to move it in a to, to be an ambassador and move it into a thoughtful and directional way instead of just thinking of stats as raw numbers or there's a skeleton key for everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, enough that. about that. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm. All of I just that. think it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's something that I want to work on. Yeah, I, dude, I I love it. I there. This could be such a conversation that we could keep going on too, and just like, but I love how you put it. I don't want to get my thoughts and feelings in it too much, and and dilute any of that. Or you're so much nicer than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, truly, man. Like I, I don't, I don't think. I mean, just like that was a lot. Like that, I don't know. People might not digest it fully, <laughs> but I, I appreciate you, man. And it was a rookie Lucian too. You know who thought that could be? <laughs> I know. It's just like final thoughts. We're out of here. How the hell are we going to beat that, Fenero? So <laughs> I, I do one. have more for you though. So something else that I'm doing right now, and this isn't so much player oriented. Well, it's players, but it's a good time. Like all of our leagues are different. Some of your waivers are going to run through the off season. Some of them are going to lock weekly. Some of them are going to be open. Who knows? Get in there right now. Check your waivers. See who's available. See who you can drop. Don't, don't do what Dave said other people are doing and drop those guys that might hit, but you're going to see some wasteful guys. You might see some free agents on your team. You might see that you have guys you can push to IR and pick up. But the other day, for example, I know that he's underwhelmed, but I also know to Dave's point, he's a tight end. Um, I'm talking about Brevin Jordan on waivers. Um, one league and I picked him up off waivers and I mean, what the hell, you know, and I even had the spot for it and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but you never know what you're going to find on waivers. There, I've 
picked up a few different guys, but Brevin Jordan was the one I got the most excited about. And again, I, nothing's happened yet. That's why he was on waivers, but you never know. So check your waivers, see who's there. It might be a rookie. It might be somebody that just got dropped for the right or wrong reason in the moment. And people aren't paying as much attention right now because of playoffs and pick some guys up. So, and this is in dynasty. So check your waivers out. That's a great point, Swags. I just got done doing that myself, um, especially in the leagues that I'm out of it. And um, I was getting some 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 crap for doing it because a couple of my a couple of my pickups were perceived as, I guess, even helpful in a shallow league. Like somebody wanted to maybe pick that person up. I'm like, it's dynasty. Like I got to get rid of the people. I got to get rid of these players. I'm I have no long term aspirations well, for. Why were they waiting for you to? I don't make understand it. Yeah, it's really it's crazy to me. Like, now that you a, have it, they want it. Yeah, it's kind of that way. It's almost as if it's almost as if they, it was like on their watch list, and it's like, all right, well, I'm just doing my, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do in Dynasty. Yeah, they they were making a point to say, well, you don't, you're not in it anymore. So why are you picking that player up? I'm like, uh, because it's Dynasty. I'm it's sorry, it's, go, it's it's gonna lock Does out. Does the league have trade deadlines? No. So and it's, I mean, and it's gonna lock out. Not I, understand that move. That was actually my response. I'm like, come get them then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. But it's, but, um, I think what you bring up is something that, that even, um, even like the people like us that are in multiple leagues, this is the first year where I think I, I meticulously went league by league and did that in. And I, and my team just feels refreshed. It's at the bottom end, like you said, Brevin Jordan, whatever. But there's like a little bit of like, hope or roll the dice down there now as opposed to like a guy that was literally all my squad in case of an injury or in case of a double injury to a running back you know what i mean they were like depth pieces or or now pieces they were older and i just rejuvenated the bottom of all my rosters and it it, i don't know it's kind of like a it's kind of like um it's like a yard sale and 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 you went to the yard sale and you picked up a couple things that people overlooked and you're yeah. like, this is cool. I got, I got these three things that <laughs> that that you know, 50 people came by this yard sale and ignored, but I think are kind of cool. Like I, I just, yeah, I think it works. We are having a fantasy yard sale show. That is <laughs> with Gardner Minshew. Um, no, dude, I I love that analogy though because it is kind of like that. You're and you're just kind of digging through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, dude, you like if you're on MFL, I'm on a lot of MFL leagues, like you'll get to the point where you're not even like it turns to alphabetical. Like all of a sudden you realize you're through like all the projections, everything. And then you're just like, yep. a, 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 B, 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 B. Sometimes you even find guys down there that you're like, OK, yep. Yep. like, why the hell are you still here? And it, it's kind of a one man's tr- trash is another man's treasure type thing sometimes. But sometimes you'll find some hits and you'll get a few points or you'll trade them away at some point for something else that helps you along the way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do that. Something else I'm going to do for rookie resolutions is I'm going to be tuning in to Rookie Fever and I'm going to be make sure that I'm watching and or listening to all the player profiles, doubling up on them throughout the season. Cause man, we get some great analysts out of that and whatever you're listening for, you like, you listen to the guys they don't like, the guys they do like and it's exciting, man. You get some good tips a little bit ahead of time, and, and you get some great strategy talk from some of those guys, too. So those are my rookie Lucians. I'm going to hand it over to these guys, see if they have any more, but uh, I'm out. <laughs> I got one more for you. Um, so this offseason, I want to fertilize the tight end garden with more 2022 Rookie tight ends, Dolchich, Chig. I mean, some of these guys are more expensive, and some of these guys are still cheap that I'm interested in. Dude, like, I Jil- like Chig Jil- too much, man. I really <laughs> like Chig a lot. Jelani Woods is somebody I want on, on more of my rosters. Bellinger, Isaiah Likely, who I think has gotten a little forgotten. Jake Ferguson with Dalton Schultz probably moving on, I think is a great one. Kate Otten. This has been like a le- like a surprising class that got me juiced. Of course, it was a class that I was completely out on. I, I own like very few of these tight ends so i want to try to this off season scoop some of these guys up that maybe people don't find super valuable because they're tight ends right they didn't do a whole lot so uh unlike Dolchich and chig which are probably more valuable but i want i want some more of those guys um 
we have we have Dave here, and he's the only polite one that takes himself onto mute when he's not going to talk, and takes it off mute when he's got something to say, so I can tell he's got something to say. <laughs> I almost had a Chig uh, rookie Lucian. My thing was I was hoping he would get up into that seventy percent, eighty percent route participation range because that's a really big uh, that's a really big target or threshold for if you get up to eighty percent routes run for a tight end. You can really make some hay. Because his targets per route run, he didn't get below a ten percent uh, targets per route run, even in the limited sample. So, but some of them were up at 20, 30, 40 target or point forty percent of his routes run were uh, he was getting targeted on, and he was getting and his target share was pretty high, even though it was a low volume offense there. But it, he is someone that I I am trying to project. Hey, what happens if he does make some you know matures physically? And also, uh, route you know more becomes more skilled He's in the raw. football sense. Yeah, you know, just more football Dave, player. Did his routes run go down when Malik was starting versus Tannehill, or just the targets? It was just a slight slight drop off last week. Uh, it went down ten. He was like consistently over fifty percent for three weeks in a row, and then it was it went down to like forty percent this uh, in week. 16 so that was, it was not a huge drop but his targets per run also dropped down to the lowest i had it up i don't have it up anymore but that's just off my top of my head you know off the top of your head if dolchich was up the end of that number you like oh i mean look you, you want to stall uh, for I'm two sorry. seconds yeah i can stall sorry to put you on the spot there so, so go ahead Spice. yeah i got i want to regress really quick while dave's looking that up because I, I might lose my thought um, so you mentioned Isaiah likely and how he's kind of forgotten. Do you ever get the feeling like now you're going to go in, you're going to make an offer for Isaiah likely. And now you just reminded me he's, and I'm like, ah, I kind of forgot about him, but I don't, I still don't want to move likely. I feel like that's, I get that worry a lot. Like I'm kind of like, man, I really want this guy. But if I go in for just likely Isaiah likely, He's not going to do it because now I've reminded him. I've kind of like, so it's almost like I feel like you have to go for a bigger trade where it's such a big trade that Isaiah likely is minuscule to mm-hmm. the the goal that the other team sees. Not your goal, but yep. it's almost like you have to almost in a weird way show that you want Isaiah likely if you're going to remind me about him. I don't yeah. know. If, does that make sense? Yeah, I, he's, I agree. he's kind of forgotten. Even when you said it, I was like, yeah, likely. <laughs> but then, like, how do you get him at the same time? I'm almost afraid to make you an offer because you, I know you forgot him about him a little bit. <laughs> the That's only way to point. do it is in, like, the rookie draft when someone comes to you and say, I want this third round pick or I want this fourth round pick. Like, I got someone I'm targeting. Who? What, what do I have to do? I'm like, all right, I'm looking down. your. All right, give me likely and you can make this pick, this rookie that you're targeting. That's the only... That's I've had success doing that with certain players yeah. because if I had gone to them before the rookie draft, hey, I'll give you this fourth round pick. And like, no, no, I'm, I'm holding on to him. But then sometimes when they're on the like when you're on the clock, you might get that that pick of like that's the only other way that I can think of not go to your playoff your teams too right now and look and see who's like on IR who they can't play and try to get those guys and give them usable assets. And there's only two Isaiah of them now. Spiller. Like your market gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Spiller's the guy I'm going to take to playoff teams. I want some Isaiah Spiller, baby. Get, I want him for cheap. I'll give you a, a Rohim Mostert for Isaiah Spiller. I think I'd rather just keep Spiller. <laughs> but I'm talking about you know what I'm saying. But like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a, absolutely. So Greg Dolchich. Yeah, he was. A, he's right at that like 78 percent, 84 percent. Like feeling his average close. is right around 80 percent. Those all season actually, he's been right up there. But the targets just haven't necessarily been there. Per so he's not getting targeted like Chig is when he's running the routes. But he's participating in more routes, and so it's like uh, they're on kind of different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, Chig has triple the amount of receptions in tonight's game than any other uh, pass catcher on the Titans. Oh wow! But that's not Is that saying three. Much. Is that like three? Yeah, it's three. Yeah, everybody else has one. He was targeted four times. He has three catches for twenty-four yards. That's pretty nice, though. It's good to but see. Everyone else only has one. So from Dobbs. Yep, Dobbs out there doing his thing. Dave, do you have any more rookie Lucians? No, no, you know, just don't look at your base. This is just a random throw. Just don't look at your raw stats when you're thinking about these rookies and how they're, if you want to be targeting them or selling them or making them foundational pieces. Like Garrett Wilson, he's, you know, he has had a lot of volume, but it's also certain points where the Jets have been throwing a ton, whereas Drake London hasn't had the volume. 
and in a couple of years that can change, you know, uh, very quick. It can change very quickly. I mean, so just, you know, look at your, your percentage of team point, your, or your target shares, your, your yards per route run, and just don't write a player off because they're not doing quite as well as the other rookies. So I, that's my, my only other thing is, you know, look at the whole picture, not just uh, the final fantasy points, or the points per game or where they finished. I like it. It's a good one. Feverish, any final thoughts for the last show of the year? I just want to wish everybody a happy new year. This is why we do this show. Um, 2023 class is coming. This is this class that we're all super excited about. Uh, Swags and I included. Uh, make sure you check out those player profiles. We're going to try to get them out even earlier. Happy new year to everyone. Keep it safe. Spend time with your family and your friends. And uh, thanks for listening all year long. And we're uh, on our way to the next 300. Last time I was super excited about a class that was 2020 and then everybody got COVID. <laughs> Don't it's like bring the weirdest that up. year. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird year. <laughs> How Forever. fast time flies. <laughs> I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Upark TV. And we had the FF underscore Spaceman, the one and only Dave, right on this evening. We are Rookie Fever and we are out. When you put your arms around me, I get a fever that's so hard to bear. Rookie Fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moonlights up the One-on-one scouting has never done this to be full and run I told you anyone size and speed just on real landing spot Not ideal weight, which is break out a full rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend I will give a fever When we kiss it, fever without blaming you Fever Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever So she got the fever, and she got the fever No cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever Thank God for the fever Thank God for the fever Now you got the fever, now you got the fever Now you got the fever, now you got the fever